Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Right Club podcast. I'm Laurel Simmons, and my co-host today is Catherine Nelson-Riley, our great operations manager. Catherine, we have Tim Sai of Trust Your Talent Academy as a guest today. And he did such a great job that we've got a two-parter here, right? Oh, he was excellent. And, you know, Tim has literally, he's walked the walk and he talks the talk and he takes his experience. And he's he brings it to us. He's been on our podcast before. He's great. He's been a presenter at our live and virtual events. And he is he's an inspiration. Yeah. So please listen to both parts of this uh, interview because Tim has some really great uh, tips and insights as to what makes a successful real estate investor. So, Catherine, before we go to the interview, we just want to tell people or ask people to go to therightclub.com. There's all kinds of information, right? Thousands of hours, podcasts and videos, all kinds of resources for you. And with that, let's go to the interview. Welcome to the Right Club Podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life. Hi, Tim. Welcome to the Right Club once again. It's lovely to see you here. It's so great to be here again with you two lovely ladies. All righty. So since the last time we have spoken, which is probably a little, you know, at least a year, I would think. Coming probably up to been, anyway. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah. Life has changed, hasn't it? Well, the real estate world has changed. <laughs> Everything's changing. And yeah. that's the only constant, right? Like exactly. one of my favorite quotes. I think though for real estate investors, it's a little more intense perhaps in some areas than just general life because yes, life changes all the time. But we're seeing some pretty massive, uh, what do we want to say? Like volcanoes and uh, earthquakes and uh, <laughs> uh, rifts and shifts taking place in the real estate uh, world. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit and talk about it. So, well, let's start off with an easy question. What do you see? And this may not be easy. I'm just guessing here. What do you see is what's working right now in the real estate investing world? Yeah. Oh, first of all, I, I, I always love how animated you are when you're interviewing people. Just love it. So what am I seeing in the real estate world? I mean, for myself, I mean, I think for me, though, like not personally, not much has changed. And, and this is not to be boastful or anything. It's just that I always tell my students first and foremost, and this is real, literally how I solidify my own foundation as well, is that any market you want to go into, I am not about collecting doors. As a lot of people know, I'm all about maximizing profit in a certain market. So depending on the strategies that you actually choose, I know for the last few, in the last few years, so many people, for some funny reason, it's like, Five, six years ago, Burr became a strategy, which was never really a strategy. Uh, and then the last few years, it, it was multifamily. And then now it's shifting to something else, which we'll likely discuss. But again, if we were to look at, you know, really dissect the last few years before we look forward into the future is that so many people are going into the multifamily market and, you know, they think they can pick up a couple of threeplex, tri triplexes and fourplexes, eightplexes, maybe even 12 units, 20 units, and they think they're good and that's it. And so many people right now are finding out that it is not the case. 
And I keep saying that if you're going into, a, into any market and your strategy is multifamily, I would probably recommend that you collect at least 50 units. So again, that kind of contradicts with my say of not collecting doors, but there's a reason behind it is that people talk about scaling. For me, scaling comes after securing. And what I mean by securing is securing your cash flow, securing your own level of buffer. Because based on economy of scale, one door versus 50 doors, there is that inherent difference. As long as you're actually taking the investing philosophy versus just buying for buying's sake. Because I also keep saying that, again, it's all thumbs are fingers, but not all fingers are thumbs. So all investors are buyers, but not all buyers are investors. There are people that buy properties just for the sake of you know, catching the trends and they feel good. It feeds their ego rather than their bank account. And then all of a sudden when interest rate goes up and then inflation comes, I mean, inflation still hurts real estate a lot, especially if you're in multifamily. Why? I went through this the first round back in 2014. And it was the fact that when inflation rises, your tenants are forced to make hard financial choices on a daily basis. And that's going to affect turnover. That's going to affect your turnaround when they decide to move. They can no longer afford unit, they're you, your unit, and they might have to go for something cheaper. And if you already bought high, you don't have the room to actually maneuver to charge lower. Because again, at the end of the day, we all know that it's revenue minus expenses when it comes to income properties. And then we get the net operating income. When that net operating income number has very little to no room, to play with, that's when people get in trouble. And that's what we're seeing right now, exactly. So that was a long walk to this conclusion right here, is that I always say that the best number that we look at when it comes to income properties is actually not cash flow. And again, that's somewhat contradictory. At the same time though, this is investor mindset and the investor thought process is that NOI is the most important number first and foremost. And that's why people want to talk about cap rate. And I always say cap rate is not a performance indicator. An educated investor is an edgy, it is a performance-based investor. And so cap rates are not performance indicate. It is not a performance indicator because you could have the same NOI, let's say in a building somewhere rural Ontario, and you take that same building to downtown Toronto, your cap rate is going to be massively different. And so again, people will always complain a major market, nothing cash flows, nothing cash flow. Well, yeah, everything can cash flow if you pay everything down cash, because after NOI, we have to take that servicing into consideration. As we know, that's when we actually find out about the cash flow, but that's not the number we look at because for investors to have room to breathe, to actually create buffers for ourselves. And that's where the 50 door concept came in, if not more in a certain market when it comes to multifamily. Okay. So, well, there's a lot of threads there that we can think at. I feel like it's one. never that straightforward. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spaghetti is splattered all over my face. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yep. That's really cool. So I want to go back to something you said, because I think it's important. You talked about real estate investors and the, not everyone who buys real estate as an, as an investment is a real estate investor. That's what I heard you like the mm -hmm. fucking map. So what 
how do you define what a real estate investor is? Ah, love that question. I've, this is what I've dedicated the last decade of my life now teaching and the, you know, the last 14 years of my life really learning is that I always talk about the three different income buckets. So there's the earned income buckets, passive income buckets, and equity income buckets. And what I mean by that is it's, it forms what I call the wheel of wealth. And for those people that have been following gurus or bigger names like Robert Kiyosaki, for example, he also calls it, well, actually, he calls it the circle of wealth. But the idea behind that is an educated investor or real estate investor is somebody that is trained in multiple strategies so that they are able to form their independent and critical thinking skills because a an opportunity that comes across my desk, that comes across the same opportunity that comes across Catherine's desk, that comes across your desk, Laurel, it's an opportunity, but it might be a good deal for me. And Laurel, you'll look at it and go, huh, it does not fit my goal, no more, nor my plan this year or right now. And so to me, that's really ultimately what identifies step one as somebody who is a real um, an educated real estate investor. Number two is somebody who understands at, at any given point which income bucket they need to be feeding. Because so many people, they think that it's you buy one or you buy two or you keep collecting them whenever you can or as long as you can. I mean, this is also why I've met people that literally have thousands of doors and properties and they're not happy. They're not happy. They're not even financially happy because they are slaves to their portfolio. And so the idea behind all of this is that learning the different strategies, because I always like to say that really learning how to invest is learning how to get healthy. And that's also why I, I call our curriculum financial wellness rather than real estate investing, because we go beyond just leveraging real estate as a vehicle, but we're focusing on real estate today because it's the right club. And I love real estate because this was my baby asset class to, you know, that really built me the foundation that allowed me to go into other asset classes too. But the point here is I really want people to understand that as long as they understand how different strategies feed into different buckets, that will contribute to their immediate midterm and long-term goals at any given point in time. That is what I would call an educated and professional real estate investor. So really, an educated in, in real estate investor, and I, I'm just distilling this down to bare bones here, is someone who really understands what their goals are. And it's not just financial goals. It's their, and I hate, I really, I don't like using the term life goals. I just get, just like, like nails on, on, the, on the blackboard, right? Yeah. But truly, <laughs> it's, what do you want? And why do you want it? Exactly. Because once you get that nailed down, then you can look at the different strategies and say, okay, if I want to be able to retire in, I don't know, 10 years, or I want to send my children to, I don't know, Ivy League schools in the States, whatever, in 20 years, or I want to, every year I want to take a, I don't know, a three-week high luxury cruise, right? Whatever it is, or yep. look at parents or, you know, exactly. that's all kinds of goals, right? But yes. once you nail that down, 
then it becomes so much easier to look at those strategies and say, all right, this one will fill my bucket because I need this amount of money without doing this much work or conversely doing this much work and maybe hiring people and maybe setting this up so that this gets handled properly. And so it is that holistic approach to, well, your life, but to real estate investing because you can't, you cannot separate the real estate investor from a life because we're all human, right? Exactly. Exactly. And again, I need, yeah, I, I love what you just said there, Laura, because that's exactly how I've been operating, operating and really helping others and really helping myself over the years. Because, I mean, I don't know about you. I get shiny object syndrome myself. I think if apparently at the very common diagnosis for entrepreneur, uh, people that are entrepreneurial. And so for me, having my eyes really fixed on the bigger goals, and I usually actually say the process is why goal, and then strategy market properties when it comes to leveraging real estate as the asset class. But the why and the goals, those are the two things that you just touched on. And I know, you know, we can encourage people to dream. And for those people, you know, just since we're doing this, if you have not allowed yourself to dream for a while, to dream for a while, I really encourage you to. I know it sounds fluffy to so many people, especially if you're not analytical. However, these things matter. Because so many people really just focus on surviving these days. That's what I found. And I've been there. I, I can relate to that. But allow yourself to dream. Form that picture. Because every time I go on a mentorship, one of the first things and day one homework always is, if they, are not come, if they don't come prepared, day one homework will always be, they are going to go home and they're going to create their vision board or dream board. I know this is very old school and people have probably heard about this a thousand times, but I literally asked them, I know these days, most people don't buy magazines or have newspapers anymore. So I literally asked them to Google and print out those images, put it on their board. And the next item that they got to do is put a price tag next to every single one of them. I know it might sound a little crass to some people, but this is the world we live in. But then again, money is just a tool. I want everybody to really understand that before they really choose any asset class. In this case, once again, real estate as the tool. Because that's the tool that everybody uses in this world to exchange goods and services. It doesn't really mean a whole lot if you don't attach any meaning to it, to be honest. And then that's when the mentorship really starts is that once I understand what they want to achieve based on the money goals. Because, for example, you and I both like to travel, but we both like to travel well. Okay, we like to be at the front of the plane, being able to light down, being able to go to nice resorts, you know, a few more stars than mo most travelers. And that comes at, at, at a cost. And so I want people to really be able to visualize that and have that clarity and I think that is one of the biggest things that most people lack when they start to go into real estate. Because it's great that it's a hard asset. You can see it, you can touch it, you can be in it. But it also sucks a lot of the times for people because it gets people emotionally pulled into it without really understanding the numbers right. And if the numbers actually contribute to the numbers they need to hit. Are you looking to create generational wealth and get one step closer to financial freedom? Then Better Mortgage Select is the mortgage brokerage for you. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or seasoned investor looking to grow your portfolio, 
Better Mortgage Select is here to help you achieve your financial goals. With over two decades of experience, our team of financial planning consultants have perfected our own unique system that tailors every step to suit your financial needs. For a free consultation, reach out to us today at info at bettermortgageselect.ca or give us a call at 905-569-8326. We're here to help you get started and prove why we're the top ranked mortgage team in Canada. Yeah, you know, as you were talking, I was just, uh, especially when you were referring uh, to Robert Kiyosaki, I remember seeing something, it's just in the last little while, I, I can't remember where it was, it popped up on one of my feeds about um, that Robert Kiyosaki was old hat and um, that it, it didn't matter anymore. And I'm thinking, mm, I don't think, you, oh no, <laughs> I'm not buying that one. Nope, nope. Wisdoms <laughs> are wisdoms. Yeah, yeah. Really and truly, it's yeah. this quadrants and it's you know the passive income, the business, the uh, however you, I can't remember all the quadrants, yeah. but you know self employment and employment are being employed, right? Like that. Exactly. That doesn't hasn't changed. Yeah, exactly. And again, even with let's say a lot of people are speculating, you know, crypto or any sort of digital currencies might be coming up. Currencies are still currencies. At the end of the day, it's just another new tool of how to put a price on things. But we all know price is what you pay, value is what you get. I think what we're really focusing on is what's the value that people will put on their time, their life, their goals, their dreams, their wants, their desires, and how to support that. Yeah. No, that, that really makes a lot of sense. And of course, it really re resonates with me. Catherine, how are you feeling about this? I'm this is just about every single thing that you're saying. I've got light bulbs going off and I know that you can see, I mean, obviously these are listeners with a podcast, but you can see my head bobbing up and down in agreement because I've been there in so many different ways, as you say, and what you yourself have done over the years and, and how you started was all of a sudden you have to have the light bulbs go off. And to be able to take a breath and to be able to determine what it is that you want and what your goals are. And that is a process. Yeah, 100%. You have a lot of students that, that are coming through your Trust, Trust Your Talent Academy. Yes. And are there, when you're starting them off, like you just said, that they're starting off what they have to get their dreams and their goals and to start to be able to determine for that. But how long is the process, you know, for them before they can kind of start jumping in? I would imagine there's a great amount of education that needs to be in the groundwork first. Nice. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the funny thing is, though, uh, mo most of our programs are two years in length because I always I, I really do believe that it's a process of conversion and process of immersion. Because way too many people, they come into, you know, they obviously they come in, they want to learn how to leverage real estate as an asset class and how to really learn investing. Because again, we always define investing as learning how money works and how to make it work harder for you. And now they're learning to marry the two. And that takes time because for most people, they've never been exposed to something like that. And honestly, I think 99.1% of the students that we've accepted into the academy over the years, they always thought it's buy, rent, and pray. That's what we joke about. It's really just buy and hold and hope for the best kind of thing. And then, so again, 
for me, because I mean, a lot of people can uh, have, if you've seen other podcast episodes, I always share this. I'm an immigrant. And even though I've been here for 24 years now, you know, I, in the very beginning, when I had to learn how to speak English on a daily basis, it was torture. It was hard. <laughs> and, but at the same time, it was that process of immersion because I moved to Canada and I was forced to do it. I was immersed in it. It became just much easier. And so the community, the support, the mindset, if you're not in that environment, it's like, I mean, I don't know how many people have seen people make a nice piece, beautiful piece of amber jewelry, for example, right? You put a piece of amber in the fire, that's when it really lights up and the colors are just amazing. And all these jewelers, they're trying to capture that color. And so they start to add chemicals to form the jewelry that most people see today. But if you don't, you actually take it out of the fire, it turns into this gross looking piece of rock that nobody would ever think that's actually a piece of amber. So the idea behind that is to stay close to the fire and as in really stay close to a community like the Ride Club or find another community. Somebody that shares the same mindset, visions and goals and they have the same drive as you. And again, the reason why I bring all of that up is because that's what we've also created. You know, in the two-year process, that's what we're that's what we are seeing now is that it really does take that long. And because most of our students are in the ballpark, really would be anywhere between 35 to 55. I mean, we do have students that, you know, join when they are 22 years old. And we also have students that are in their 60s with a lot more life experiences. At the same time, the bulk of the people that are in the community right now are between 35 to 55, and they're seeing great results. For example, I have, I've had to train and coach somebody who was a stay-at-home mom for nearly 30 years, working part-time jobs because my husband was able to make decent money to support the entire family. But within two and a half years, last year, she received her Freedom Fighter Award, which is when we recognize financial freedom. We also had a 23-year-old immigrant, like I mentioned earlier, English is also not his first language, barely had a network when he first joined TYT and enrolled into the curriculum. Also, three years later, declared financial independence. And so here are the, here, I mean, financial freedom. So again, financial freedom, financial independence also defined differently. And so the idea behind all of this is that yes, Everybody's put through the same training, but the biggest differentiator is that they get one-on-one -on -one advice from day one with a strategy coach, and then the baton gets passed onto their chosen mentors. And so what we're really seeing is that, yes, the theoretical foundation training needs to be there, but it's not one size fits all. And so that's really how we actually are able to create the results that we are creating today is again, we're not, we're very boutique and we don't accept every person that come that wants to come into uh, the academy because it's quality over quantity. And that has a lot to do with my personal story. I know a lot of people have heard in the previous podcast episodes, but for me, it's really about, like I said, it's protecting my money. And then I want to grow my money. I want to, I want to gain financial freedom. 
so that I don't have to rely anybody or any anything to give me a paycheck anymore. I can choose to live a life of freedom, like my club's slogan, always a life by design. At the same time, again, the last few years, I've really grown a passion for people to create the same results for themselves because money's everywhere. Money's created. Nobody tells you how much money this world can actually hold. If people understand that money is created at every second, every moment in this world, I think that's a very freeing thought. And then that's when people can start to escape the scarcity mindset and mentality that there's not enough money to go around. There's not enough properties to go around. I mean, population's growing. Government's printing money. Heck, every time we sign a new agreement to open a credit card account, a line of credit, a personal loan, a mortgage, a car loan, anything, anytime you swipe your credit card at a store, even just to buy a chocolate bar for $2, that's new money created. Why? Because that's money that you haven't paid out of your pocket. And that's an IOU. Every single IOU is new money being created. And so that, again, even though we have a real estate investing curriculum, at large, really, we always say Trust the Talent Academy, we train for financial education. Because a month ago, we also just launched a paper trading program. And we actually offer 100% money back guarantee if they're not making a monthly income. It's the first time I've ever offered any guarantee because as an investor, I always tell my students, I don't use the G word. I don't like the G word because nothing in life's guaranteed other than two things, right? <laughs> so, but we spend the time, the effort, literally the money, learning, testing to come up with new strategies that allow people to go into different asset class classes now other than real estate to complement real estate investing because every asset class has its pros and cons. Like I said earlier, real estate, the biggest con for me is also its biggest pro, which is the fact that it's a hard asset. You can touch it, you can see it, you can make it pretty. And as a result, it gets people emotional. And so like, that's, I think I've gone like all over the place now with your one question, but the idea really is, I mean, all I truly want, forget about the mission of TYT, is that I really just want to help those individuals who want to be helped because that was me, that to get to a financial state where no events outside big enough can shape your financial situation. Okay. So Tim, how do people reach you? What's the best way for them to reach you? People can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and uh, it's at the Tim Tsai. And they can also just simply email me, tim at trustyourtalent.ca. Alrighty. And there you have it. Thank you so very much. And I think we'll get you on again in about a year and see how it's going. Because I bet you're going to have maybe 30 Academy Award winners. Three yes. The next yes. batch to serve. <laughs> yes, we will. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Thanks, again. Tim. Hey, Catherine. Well, you know, Tim is so inspiring. He's got so many stories and you can tell it comes from his heart, right? He's a businessman, no doubt about it. And he understands numbers. But when you start peeling away the layers, you understand that what he shares with people is that numbers, yes, they're important, but there's way more important stuff going on. So... I don't know about you, but I love talking to Tim.
I do too. He always brings something to the table and uh, so much so uh, that we had such a great conversation with him, but he's giving actual hard takeaways for people to actually action themselves, which is always an excellent way to do things. And then we have part two. So I'm really hoping that all of our listeners will make sure that they do join us for part two coming up with Tim Sai. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping all levels of real estate investors advance to the next level and help you customize your life. Be sure to tune in next week at rightclub.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you get a few seconds, please rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps the show get noticed by others like you. And we truly appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe.